This is the Crushing Through Life Podcast. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to episode 30 of the Crushing Through Life podcast with your hosts, Rob and Jim. It is August 13th, 2021. And as always, let's start off with today's quote. Today's quote is, never give up. Today's hard. Tomorrow will be worse, but the day after tomorrow will be sunshine. And that quote comes from Jack Ma. Jack is a Chinese business magnate, investor, philanthropist. He's also a co-founder of the Alibaba Group, which is a multinational technology conglomerate. Oh, I love that word, conglomerate. Yeah, yeah with conglomerate, you mean business. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't, I, it, that's why I said, whoa, I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> In addition, he co-founded Yunfang Capital, a private, a private equity firm. Uh, you know, Mr. Mr. Ma is a strong proponent of an open and market-driven economy as of April 2021, is reported he has a net worth of $51.5 billion. Jack, remember that time I let you borrow my pencil? Pay up. Um, <laughs> making Jack the third wealthiest person in China. Uh, his philanthropy works also supports underprivileged communities in China, Africa, Australia, and the Middle East. Wow. And also a new word that... Uh, I don't use very often magnate. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I've not heard that one before, or at least. Uh, I thought you were going to say I use magnet all the uh, magnate all the time. <laughs> yeah, no, no I'll, I'll be honest. I, yeah, no, not going to, not going to be throwing that one out. A, a person of rank, power, influence, or distinction, often in a sp specified area. All right. There you go. He's the go-to person. Buddy, we missed last week's episode. We did. We did. That was, uh, you know, mostly my doing. Uh, things at work were a little bit hectic. Um, so I apologize to everybody. I, I did also want to say uh, it's Friday the 13th today. Uh, oh, yeah. You mentioned, so, you know, a little bit ooh, an eerie episode. Um, but yes, uh, you know, my bad for, for last week. And I apologize to the listeners, uh, you know, especially to you guys that are keeping up with us uh, every week. Um, things are just a little, little hectic and sometimes life gets in the way. You know, it happens, man. We don't get paid to do this yet. So, you know, sometimes we just can't, we can't bang out an, an hour and, and just record this. Um, but I think as you didn't mention when we were talking before we started recording this episode that we actually owe something to our audience. So yeah, that what that is. Yeah, previously we had said, you know, 10 push-ups or something. With my wrist, I, I shouldn't be doing push-ups, but maybe I could do like 20 squats or, you know, some some crunches, some sit-ups. And I think we'll post that to uh, social media in a video <laughs> this week. So, uh, look forward to that. And I'll, uh, there you go. I'll Check pay, out that. I think, I think we'll put that on dues. Instagram. Pay, you pay my dues to the Instagram. There you go. Missing, there missing you go. The <laughs> so, man, I got some updates regarding our last episode. Uh, great news. We got our effing couch back, which is, oh, wow. which is awesome. Yeah, we're yeah. pretty happy about that. That's great. So we're, we, we got pretty tired of our, like our whole family just sitting on our two seater couch without the chaise. So, you know, the chaise adds that additional person. Mm -hmm. 
we got it back finally. Yeah, that's great. So after, and it's, yeah, it's been, like I said, November, they, they took it for two months. They were supposed to only have it for two weeks for repair. They couldn't repair it. They ended up shipping us a brand new shades, which I guess is good. Um, but because of, uh, you know, because of COVID and, and the delays and all that, it's just, it's just maddening right now what's happening in the, in the furniture mm -hmm. industry. Uh, the backlog is just too crazy. And, uh, which is, which is totally fine. I totally get and understand. Um, uh, but my, my, my main issue was when I was dealing with, with the, the people that are, that are running the show there at this big box furniture, sh furniture store. Um, I wasn't getting any sort of update, no emails, no calls. That's the frustrating you know, part. That was like, the most frustrating part. A good result overall. Like having a brand new one is, is amazing, but yeah, mm -hmm. like, you know, had they just told you that to begin with, yeah. um, you know, or at least stayed to you know, hey, we haven't forgot about you. Like, you know, those types of emails, you can just, I'm sure they're, you know, copy paste and you can just be like, hey, can we check in on this account? And then be like, copy paste and update. Yeah. Like, we still don't know, but we haven't forgotten about you. Blah, right. blah, blah. I don't know. It's right. tough, but. That's the, exactly. That'd be perfect. Even if they said to me, you know, you know, your, your couch is coming in December. I'd be like, great. I'll wait then. <laughs> no, no, no problem. Obviously, uh, yeah, obviously it's frustrating, but yeah. 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 But which, which which is also pretty cool about this whole scenario is that the warranty paid off. You know, we we were neglected to purchase the warranty that came with our couch, and sure enough, it paid off. <laughs> well, that's uh, good. Took almost a year, but yeah, it, it paid off, which is awesome. When when we got our couch, which I think was like last December, I believe you had convinced us to get the warranty, or maybe the. Um, the scotch guard thing and you're like oh man like here's mine you send a picture of it because i send a picture to the group right. like what am i going to do with this thing and you're like buddy it's <laughs> it's so good and it's still unopened in the <laughs> in the closet as i knew it would be but jess was like oh it's only 20 bucks and like although it's you know that's kind of nothing it's still like are we ever gonna use this thing that's hilarious. And funny that you mentioned that. Uh, as soon as that chase came into my house and I opened it up, it's, it's, I used the, the scotch card to protect it. Well, because you know, I have a four-year-old who likes to eat on the couch and, you know, it's, I guess it's one of those things. Um, like, I guess, like, that makes sense, right? Where yeah. um, we don't have one of those to worry about at this time. So. Uh, you, well, you're talking to a four-year-old right now That's, who well, yeah. does come over to your house from time to time. You I, should I, probably I, think about scotch guarding your couch next time I, before I, I come over. I don't remember where we let you sit. Even though, like, <laughs> actually, well, we had to stand to play Mario Golf. But yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. I, I, we should have scotch guarded the, the moment we knew you were coming over. I'll remind you next time before I, before I come over to your house. We might just do it guard. anyway in, you know, so that you can come over. <laughs> now you're free to free to come whenever you like so dude i so i open up the chaise right yeah. once i deliver it and sure enough the one of the leg pieces is it's like it's like a plastic foot of the four feet that are on mm. the chaise part of the couch just absolutely smushed and crushed and oh, it's just garbage man. so i'm after like i open this I, I open this thing after all this waiting i open up the, all the plastic and like so happy I got a brand new portion of the couch, which which is great. Absolutely broken. Like I put it on the ground, like it's just wobbly, it doesn't work. I'm like right now, I'm like, oh my God. So I'm calling their customer service number, 
I called the delivery guy back right away and I was like, dude, the, the leg's broken. Like, did you guys break it? And, and they're like, you know, there's nothing we can do. Call customer service. So I'm calling customer service. I waited an hour on the phone on hold. No one's picking up, sent an email, no response. And I just like, I was like, F it. You know what? I'm going to repair it myself. Oh. So I went to Home Depot like a dad. And by the right. way, I think I think as I'm, as uh, my son is getting older, I'm liking Home Depot more and more. <laughs> I think no. it's just a dad a dad thing. Yeah. Uh, so I go to Home Depot. I buy epoxy mm-hmm. uh, and crazy glue. I repair the thing myself, and then I like, just wrapped it in gorilla gorilla duct tape and put a new screw in it. Perfectly fine. So fix it myself. There you go. I hope it holds for you. Um... <laughs> Well, the epoxy did say up to 300 pounds and I used the whole tube. It's like a little like it's like putty plastic uh, mm-hmm. epoxy. You got to like mold it and then like wrap it around whatever product you're trying to fix. Yeah. Plus crazy glue plus Gorilla Tape, dude. It's got a hold. Come on, man. Well, it's certainly a notable thing if it does not hold. Um, yes. With all those brands all together. There. <laughs> but yeah, that's I mean, good for you for, um, you know, for fixing it. You could probably still. Uh, call like you know, post on Twitter or something and say like this is ridiculous. I waited eight months. No, I'm not going down. I'm not going down. I'm not just in case. You know, as like (laughs) just in just in case. What I could do is write my experience to like help hopefully tell somebody to not buy something at the store. But like, I mean, it's not really their fault. I would I would say that the customer service part portion is uh, is kind of garbage, but. I would say the the delivery aspect is just you know it's it's all due to COVID and the pandemic and the delays and all that. So there's give and take, but like the the main the main my main issue throughout the whole experience was just a lack of communication, which was which sucked. Yeah. But Fair if enough. you do recall, uh, there was a second customer service issue that I had, which was with one of our uh, vendors uh, through my work mm-hmm. who showed up extremely late. I I got an email the day after that occurred. Um, for those that don't know, like I was waiting on a, a technician to come to repair a, a part for my, for my, at my work, um, on a, on a server, um, supposed to arrive within a four hour time frame. R- arrived like 10 hours later. Um, I got a, a, like a customer survey about that particular case. And I wrote like a horrible thing about like their, their lack of creating a case on time and taking the proper notes. The technician had terrible notes that I told the, the customer service technician who's writing down the, the notes, um, lack of lack of detail and all that. The, the technician who came on site, he was great. And in, in fact, he even like said, yeah, the, the case information that I got wasn't really that, that great. So I decided to call you. The case is coming my way, but I got to wait for an action plan from these guys. It's mm-hmm. just proper procedure before I leave, blah, 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 blah. I ended up writing and filling out the survey. The manager of the area um, ended up calling me after I filled out the survey, apologized profuse, profusely, like this this has never happened before. Um, of not. You know, like I, I'm going to talk, we're, gonna have a, I, we're actually talking about this particular case in a meeting um, to bring up our efficiency within this area and blah, 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 blah. So I was like, wow, that's that's pretty cool. Then she sent me an email, which was another follow up email. And then after that, the technician who I worked with, who was a great guy, he was he was fantastic. There was no problems with the technician. It's just that Mm -hmm. the whole like case 
to dispatch took way too long. Yeah, you um, got home at 3 a.m., you said. Yeah, yeah. And I was supposed to be home at like 9, 30, 10, you know. Yeah, that like, was at the latest. Yeah, like, at the latest. Even he called me and, and followed up and, and uh, you know, said that uh, they're working hard to not to, to not have that again. So that was really cool. So, mm -hmm. I, and, and I mentioned, I remember, I recall mentioning that to you in our previous episode is about if you're if you want to provide good customer service and uh you know this this does stem in our department too because we're we're we work in an it department is follow-up you know even if a customer or or a client or an employee has an issue and you try to resolve that issue even if you did resolve that issue follow up with that person because like that gives that little sense of like oh like onerous that you are you care about that particular case or that particular person their issues mm -hmm. resolved it's not happening the next day um or also, if you don't know the answer that you tell them at least you're going to do some research and, and, and get back to them and, mm -hmm. and and update them when that research t takes uh more time right yeah i like that he took ownership of it as well to check in with you mm -hmm. because like you said it wasn't I, you know if it was if, it, if there was an issue with him i think it would be different but they were probably like you know can you just check in obviously we don't want whatever he did to have you know, something happened again and now you guys had a bad experience and you have to call these people that you just had a nightmare situation yeah. with. Um, so, it, you know, obviously good ownership on his part to, right, but also to like, follow up and, and, you know, check in anyways. Like, you know, most companies should do that if they have the time. But like you said, right, it was backed right. up. So that, you know, that kind of above and beyond customer service sometimes gets, you know, it's not the top priority. The top priority is the next case because everyone's got endless cases right now. So you know, right. the fact that they are taking time to do that, um, good, good for them, or at least apologize, especially because not sure how it is in your business, but you know, if something goes wrong the next time, like if you're going to have to call the same people, you want to know that you're being taken care of properly and not have to go through this mess again, you know, mm -hmm. or possibly look for somebody else to hire to, uh, to do that. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. And, um, I would say it's good retention, right? Like yeah. be, based on the fact that they're following up with me, they they're they're telling me that they care about the case of this case and that they're gonna they're gonna fix whatever internal issue happened or occurred to make this issue not happen happen again if it ever were to. Mm. Um you know, that that makes me want to stay with this particular company for their support, right? And and, and you know, I don't want to sound like I'm complaining too much, but this but this case was a critical piece uh in our server that you know if if our server it was still running at the time but we couldn't manage it and if something were to die on that server we didn't have remote access to fix whatever problem it, it was yeah. and the server is running a very critical application in our, in our company if it were to go down then it would be a really really big mess it would be really bad right so, so it, was, it was very very high stress yeah. and then, plus the fact that you know the, the contract that we do pay for this uh company to provide support for us you know, it's a lot of money, right? So mm. we expect good service. So, so that's good. That's good. Yeah, was happy well, with good, all that. Good resolution, then, kind of. Yeah, good, good resolution for sure. Uh, just wanted to update to you also about selling my car. So, you know, I ended up posting the my vehicle on Auto Trader and Facebook. Okay. I ended up getting one interested uh, gentleman who came and and uh, you know checked out the car, took it for a test drive the other day. I had the car and I believe, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's a good valuation uh, at a certain price. He talked me down via email. Oh, before yeah, he, he bartered with you. 
He bartered with me via, via email uh, before yeah. viewing the uh, the vehicle or test driving it. You probably had and to expect it was, that, right? Like on a marketplace. Was, yeah, oh, like yeah. Oh, like you can't just put a, a price in. 100%. 100%. Um, but it was like my absolute lowest I would ever I would ever go. It was like mm. my bottom cut, like anything below this number. And he picked it. He picked my my like my bottom cut number. It's like anything below this number. I can I just like I can't like he's just ripping me off or whatever. Uh, even I even I thought like that that bottom number is uh, too even too low um, for what it should go for. Based on the fact that I have brand new brakes all around my uh, my car. Mm. Mm-hmm. rotors and pads it's got an extended warranty which is usually like four or five k on top of uh, a, a new vehicle and and um another uh warranty which i which i actually just found out after dealing with him that i forgot i purchased which was paint rust and like upholstery cover coverage oh so how Anyways. long like a warranty like that how long is that good for uh, i honestly so the, i've never the, owned a car the extended warranty is good up to 10 years or 200,000 kilometers, whatever comes first from the so purchase of the vehicle. You haven't done either of those? Uh, so I haven't done either, either of those. So there's lots of time still left on that warranty. And mm-hmm. uh, the upholstery coverage and paint, body paint coverage is lifetime of the vehicle, but the surface rust is, uh, I think, up to six years since the new, since the date of purchase. And you have a 2018 uh, or 2017? 2017, but I bought in 2016. That's when that's oh, like yeah, right, the right. model, the new model. But you, out, you're still good then. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's still still covered for sure. Um, so anyways, he test drove it, told me his price, and he just for whatever reason he loved the car. He loved how clean it was. He loved how I, I showed him all the records, showed him all the maintenance. Was a very very nice guy, <laughs> <laughs> and he just uh, he didn't like the way the paint looked. It's it's got swirls on it, and you know I'll 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 tell you now and 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 for any car enthusiasts out there who are looking to purchase a new car, and I think it's pretty much common knowledge, but it's just maybe it's just me being lazy. Um, you know, don't take your car through a car wash because the car wash will ruin the gloss of your paint. It'll it'll make your car look kind of crap over the years, like with swirls and and fade and all that with with your hmm. paint. He didn't like the way it looked. And the main reason why my car looks like that, A, it's a used vehicle. I bought it in 2016. There's going to be squirrels on the car. You know, you're not buying a brand new car. Come on, buddy. Yeah. And B, I did take it. My, okay, I'll give it to you. I'll, maybe in his defense, I, I did take it a lot to the car wash because I had a, I had a, I have like a car wash subscription because we... We live, said that before we it. live in Toronto, right? Like it's, you know, we, we have winners and, and I was afraid of rust, right? So like I always didn't like salt on the bottom of my car because I wanted to maintain it for the longest, longest time. Mm-hmm. So maybe the frequent car wash trips, you know, ruined the paint a bit. But anyways, he, he came back with me uh, with a lower number than originally said on the email. And, uh, you know, I... I, I declined. I said, you know, this is kind of my cutoff date. And, and he said, okay, no worries. Uh, good luck in your search. I said, okay, I thought that, I thought that was it. Then he texted me back. And oh, he, he comes and crawling back. Comes crawling back. Exactly, which was so funny. Exactly 24 hours. It's like he had a timer on his phone. Exactly 24 hours after he came, he was like, all right, buddy, this number and, uh, you, you know, you have a deal. And I was like, you know what, man? 
Uh, I'm going to let's go back to original number that we said in, in the email and I'll tell you why I actually found this additional warranty that I actually I forgot I had, mm-hmm. which includes the the body paint, the upholstery, the rust coverage and all that. So this is a really total package clean car. And I believe my price that I'm asking, which is my bottom line price that I was I was hoping to go for is is a really good value. It's it is fair, yeah. Yeah, it's a fair. And, more, and, well, more I than, much also fair, comes yeah. with comes with, comes with winter tires, like Michelin X Size Three winter tires. Like they're really good tires. Um, and then he's like, ah, oh, you know what? It's just a, too much of a hassle for me. Like, uh, I think I'm gonna pass. I'm like, really? All right. And I, I, and then I was like, uh, maybe, he'll, I, maybe he'll, he'll be back. He'll be back. Maybe he'll be back. That's what Terry said. My <laughs> wife. She said he'll be back. Uh, actually, she, he said uh, Terry said that he'll be back. Before he came crawling back with the with the with the increase of the price twenty four hours later, which, Great is, call. which is kind of funny, she called it. Um, but it it still it still wasn't enough. I just you know, I hate to be nitpicky, but it and and I and I really do need to sell the cars. It's like someone else will will come will come and and uh, who who might be interested, whatever. I, I, would, I I can wait. You know, I'm not in a rush. So so that's what I was gonna say. Like if you're not in a financial hurt for this money then there's no real reason to undersell what you in your mind feel is fair for the car that you're no that you'll know better than this guy. I guess like for me, yeah. I would have no idea how to uh, amortize, amortize that, you know, a, a used vehicle like that. Um, you know, I, we learned about that kind of stuff and um, like evaluate, like, like a, an evaluation. Yeah. Like so like, so the idea of like amortization, you know, something obviously over what's once you purchase it, it goes down in value. Oh, yeah, over time, and, you know, yeah, and you have to time, eventually yeah. try to sell it back or, you know, because sure. it's still not worth zero. Yeah. I wouldn't know, you know, obviously, I guess it's related to the price that you bought it at, the kilometers, you know, the wear and tear that you think. But, um, you know, I guess uh, interesting the dynamic of picking a price and, you know, someone else obviously trying to get their best bang for their buck. Um, you know, I, I'm sure that if that guy really can't go higher, then. Then your amount, like there probably is something out there for him where he can be lazy, but maybe not. And maybe he does come back. And like for you, yeah. if you found somebody, you know, when did you put it on Auto Trader? How long, like how many days has it been on? Oh, it's online? been like, it's been like a week and a half. You know, like, and you, you know? got one order of the guy literally start, stated at your number or, you know, stated your number, your bottom line, and then almost went with it. Then, you know, you'll come, so, someone will, will hopefully yeah. get it yeah. what, yeah, at what you want it sure. to. So. Yeah, as long as you're not For hurting, sure. then you know. It's don't been, it, it has been a week and a half, and it, it it's only been that one person who who is who was interested that I got a response to who actually to- test drove the car, and then I was it was eating it inside of me. I was like, ah, maybe I should have let him have it, and I was like, ah, ah, ah whatever. I'll mm. it's it's done. He's not interested. You know, yeah. come and gone. And I I I, I actually looked at Terry. I was like, I cannot, I cannot be a, a car salesman. And and I know in our group of friends that we 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 know some people that that have been uh, in that industry. It is mm-hmm. a tough gig, man, because I'm sure there's there's moments where you just you just have that person and they're about to sign, you know, or they're just you know they're 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 about to get it, and then they walk out last minute and the deal is just not good for them or whatever, and, and you just feel like all of that time mm-hmm. is gone. But for me, well, it was good experience, right? Because now I know how to try to sell my used vehicle <laughs> right yeah and and you know what like if you if another week goes by and you guys are wanting more and more to sell it like you can always um you can always lower the price you know and like if it's yeah. only a thousand it's really you know in the long run a thousand dollars is not that much it's going to be more mm-hmm. like 
you know, hopefully just your ego isn't hurt because you thought it's worth this, right? Who cares? Um, but, <laughs> but yeah, like a, a buddy of mine who actually- There, there was a bit of ego. There was a bit of ego. And that's, you know, and that's what it's so a buddy of mine, Alex, he's told, he's a car salesman and he's told me some stories of, I can't, I don't know it exactly, but literally like, you know, there's people in his office that he has a contract, you know, written up at this price. And they're like, we, we can't. And he's like, you know what, you guys? And he crumpled the paper up and was like, don't, don't worry about it. This one's not for you. And like threw it in the garbage. And then they, <laughs> they like, they, they kind of left or they hummed it and they're like, uh, let, let us see that again. And he literally like had to get the paper out of the, but he said he did it as a ploy where he's like, I'm going to say that, you know, they can't, they're not good enough for this basically. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, no, 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 we, we are good enough. So it's like, it's like, uh, you know, in, um, Silicon Valley when they do the negging back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, like, I guess there's some mental and, you know, you have to kind of size people's egos up and, and that kind of thing of, you know, how, how far you're, you're willing to stretch. And you're right. It's not definitely not for everybody. You have no. to have uh, the right kind of temperament, I think, to not get frustrated with people because it is obviously a big investment, you know, every time, mm-hmm. whether you're leasing, you know, buying in cash or, you know, whatever. So um, it's, uh, but anyway, some of the stories uh, he could tell you are, are pretty funny with that kind of thing. I'm sure like it's a lot of sales, sales jobs are like that, but like especially next, car yeah. salesmen. Like, yeah. Next next time I see him, I'm gonna I'm definitely gonna ask him for, for some of those stories. That's that's pretty funny. Yeah, and that, that that gets me thinking too. It's like we all we did this um, the communication after we saw each other in person through via text, mm-hmm. bringing us all text back and forth. So, so I was I was always wondering like maybe if I called him, I probably could have had a voice to voice chat where maybe I could have talked him into it. You know, you get all these like, yeah, like sales tac- tactics in his mind, like in know, person, maybe in is, person, yeah. even, even working at, um, you know, at lids, like I loved the aspect of, of the upsell and that kind of thing. And, but, but doing it in a way that's, you know, the best selling is kind of just being confident in, in what you believe in. And if they don't want it, they don't want it. And that's what always worked for me. And this, you know, I don't know if it particularly applies to this versus like, a hat, but it, um, you know, my store was one of the actually it was the best for that kind of thing. So, shout out to yeah. my team back in the day at, at uh, five seven one seven Lids and Hamilton because we were unstoppable. Five seven six eight as well. Um, but <laughs> nice, yeah, anyways, yeah. But That's good for great. you. I mean, like again, you know, from how long we've been talking about selling the car and like you were this close. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's kind of nice that you're like right at the the climax. I guess I would say you know of yeah. Of, uh, once you sell it and you collect your loot, you know, and uh, you know you're, well, you're, right, you're right there. We we do have car payments for this particular car, so it is finance, right? So the mm. the whole point of selling the vehicle is to pay off this this uh, loan and right. have more cash flow coming in. Um, which will help us get rid of her, which has helped us get rid of her dad. I mean, my wife and I were, were, we both been working from home and it was, it was close. It was that taste. It was, it was, it was too, it was a little too sweet, but it was just a little bit of sour. You know, it was just, yeah, yeah. it wasn't right, yeah. but it's okay, man. Whatever. Yeah. It's gone. Water there'll be, a, there'll, be a, there'll be a new person, whatever. You, you won't even think about it in the future. <laughs> oh man. Uh, other than that, uh, my, uh, I, I am just totally missing my consistency, I feel, in my workouts, man. And I am not doing very well at all this year. I feel I feel like garbage, dude. I, and you know what? I was uh, talking to my wife about it and I, I think it's I think it's um 
I've noticed, I noticed my productivity has just been really kind of going up and downhill, up and downhill. And not even, I'm not even talking about work. I'm talking about like my personal life as well, my personal goals. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I just feel like I'm not, uh, I'm not all there. And I, I researched this a little bit and uh, I feel like I'm a little burnt out from work. And what I found that I, that, that really worked for, for, for me, um, when I, when I felt like this was, you remember when we did that challenge for a month and I had to get 10,000 steps? Mm-hmm. That was all done through walking, right? And I want to get back to that where, you know, even if I can't do a workout, at least get 10,000 steps or do an hour, that's like an hour of walking, right? Mm-hmm. And I, 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 I stopped doing it. Maybe it's because of the weather or whatever. I could complain that, sure. But, you know, it's it's something that it, that I'm I'm missing in my life right now is that that consistency in my in my workouts and I just feel burnt out from work. I'm kind of like I need a break. And it's funny that I'm saying all this now because I'm going on vacation this week. That's, <laughs> that's right. So you know, I, I was going to yeah. say um, for what you're describing, where you know life's just kind of going by, and you know you're working. Maybe you're tired. You you can't seem to get a rhythm of working out or, you know, even family life or, or even after, you know, um, if weekends are kind of busy because it's the summer and it like, you know, a lot of the times I, 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 you know, I like, I have the, the mental uh, side of me always says, you know, sleep when you're dead type thing, because I want to spend time with, with people, like, especially now that, you know, restrictions are, are uh, not as well, they're opening up, right? Like we're in stage three, and um, you know things are getting a little easier to to do outdoor things and and uh, hang out with people, um, you know, family, that kind of stuff. It's really tough to get in a rhythm or a routine when you're just out and about all the time, and then you're home, and like I'm sure it's chaos with work, and then you know you're trying to still hang out with your son, and and you know also time with Terry. And you don't have time for yourself or you, you know, then maybe you're too much on yourself and you don't have time for your family. Like it's, it's a lot of chaos. And sometimes you just need to like take a day, literally be a slob, you know, take a deep breath, um, that kind of thing, you know, just hang be a couch potato with your family or, you know, I'm sure like, um, yeah. this and this weekend is going to be the perfect, you know, kind of reset point, I think where you can still enjoy the last you know, a couple months that we have of the really warm weather, um, you know, try and get it and, and set some, some, like we've talked about on here, like set some small goals for yourself where, you know, if it is 10,000 set, I try to do 5,000. I like, I'm at six, I checked after you, when you're saying that I'm at 6,300 <laughs> right now. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I try to get an average, like, even if it's not, um, you know, you, you could do, let's say 50,000 like walking, right? Like yeah, or 50, like 50,000 steps a week, where just because yeah. you don't do 10,000 one day is not a failure because then maybe, you know, you, you go out with the family and you do 12 or, or 15,000 in a day and the other day you did six. Like now you're still at mm-hmm. 21K for those two days. It's not like the other one's a failure if you're doing, if you have a week goal as well. And like, I think right. we have, this, you know, both Fitbits, so you can definitely set it up for that. But yeah, I would say, you know, and, and that's where in the past, I feel like I can get depressed that I feel, you know, life's slipping by and I'm not in control of it. Um, and that's, you know, pre-workouts, but I'm, I'm trying to actually, it's funny that you say that I'm trying to uh, have a better workout routine. I'm 
probably three times a week. But then, I, you know, I go golfing or um, I actually play tennis this week. You know, so I'm doing more outdoor stuff, uh, which really helps. But I think I want to try doing five workouts minimum and then maybe, you know, a walk, like definitely walks with Jess multiple times a week, which hopefully I've already done a workout by then. But, you know, I'm, I'm at least getting my steps in for that kind of thing. But that's, you know, that's sort, great, of, man. sort of where my head is heads at. But I, I can I can get being burnt out in the summer because there's times where, you know, there's a couple actually. So even this past weekend, my dad was over on Sunday night and then I, you know, I was golfing um monday and then tuesday uh, you know i had lunch with him he stayed you know he, um stayed over again and uh it was it was awesome to see him for that long um normally actually we do a cottage weekend in august as you probably know cuz that's when all right. of our group of friends also goes to a different cottage without me so um yeah so uh anyways Instead of doing that this year, you know, other people, <laughs> I'll never, I'll never ever not bring it up when I get the chance. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I mean, anyways, you know, it's, it's obviously it's great to see him, and um, we already did a cottage, but now I got to see him for you know another couple of days, and we had a really nice dinner with, um, with Jess. We watched a movie called The Guard. Uh, with uh, Jess hadn't seen it, so uh, that was great. Um, you nice. know, three three That's of us cool. watching that, so it was really fun. But again, you know. There's no, there wasn't a lot of time to myself. So like the next day and it's go, go, go. It's really tough. You know, I, I feel like I get home and if I sit down for five minutes, then I'm finally with Jess and it's like our time and I'm just passing out and I feel guilty for that because I can't be with her in the, in the moment and, you know, or I don't feel like working out or whatever. So, you know, it's definitely a, a thing in the summertime. Um, I guess in a good way though, like, you know, for me personally, it's a lot of memories that I have, which is what I want. But I know that there are days where I need, you know, as I get older now, I I need uh, more more rest days than I previously yeah, did. Yeah, I, 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 so there's a couple of things to be said about that. I think there is an importance of work-life balance. Mm -hmm. And then I also think there is an importance of realizing and noticing burnout and then taking vacation time where yep. you just need that time off, whether it's a week, two weeks, whatever. Or what you could do, if, I don't know if you have vacation days allotted to you. Um, you know, some people are different. They have their hourly versus uh, uh, salary. Um, you look at like 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 every Friday off in, in the summer month, and then you have like long extended vacations, which break up monotony and all that. But but for me, um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to this week. Uh, I have uh, a weekend away at uh, a resort up north, which is kind of like a cottagey type of vibe um with my with my family and my brother-in-law and, and and his family so that i'm really looking forward to that because my son and their daughter are are nearly nearly the same age so they're, they're both really excited to play with each other and just to have a couple of nights where i'm not at a computer is going to be fantastic uh take a break from that try not to look at my phone as much as possible yeah that's and then, a good one too yeah, yeah. And then after that, I think I mentioned in the previous episode, I bought a city pass for Toronto. So I have five attractions that I'm going to go check out with my family. Um, so, uh, you know, we're going to spend two weeks up at this cottage area, come back and have a week where we're going to do little day trips, right? So we're going to go check out the CN Tower, Casa Loma, Ripley's Aquarium, um, the Science Center, and I'm missing one. Oh, the ROM. Okay, so Ontario, Ontario that's a solid five and you were saying so when you were telling me you know i was asking if the zoo was in there but i think you said you've already you know been there done that uh, yeah. a little bit more so so, 
So the zoo is an optional ticket on your first on your fifth choice. So you can either mm-hmm. choose the zoo or the science center. Okay. So we've been to the zoo a couple of times. We've we're gonna we're gonna pick the science center, I believe. Although we have been hearing things about the science center not being, you know, fully up to date. It's kind of old and outdated, and a lot of exhibits are closed off because of COVID. So we're not too sure yet. We haven't really decided right. whether what we're gonna do there. Um, we may we may end up going to the zoo. I don't I don't know. But yeah, mm-hmm. this this uh, city pass for those who don't know, citypass.com. It's not just Toronto. There's there's a whole bunch of different cities: New York, Chicago, etc. Um, where you can buy a one-stop shop pass for a bunch of very popular attractions for a discounted price. It's a really good deal, a really good, really good website. So um, we're really excited to do that uh, this week. And it's going to be fun to do that with him because, you know, my son, he's starting school in September, mm-hmm. running JK. So he's starting school for the first time in his life. So it'd be fun to like get that time in with him before it's not going to be at the house anymore, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Yeah, well, yeah, and we'll also see. like, he has such a quest thirst for for more knowledge so you know that's why it would be a bummer if the science center isn't open to its full capacity um because he the thing is like he wouldn't know that it's not right Mm -hmm. so you could still take him and and i'm sure he'd have an absolute blast but there's a lot of cool things that i specifically remember about the science center when i was younger that um you know i didn't enjoy other exhibits so much uh as others but um you know, I'm sure he would still have fun. And you were saying, you know, like the CN Tower is something he wants to go to because he's loved, he, he's always like loved elevators, right? He's yeah. going to go on the biggest one in, in the country, if not yeah. in the world. I'm not sure if it yeah. still is the like tallest um, freestanding building in the world. There might be a taller one in Dubai. No, now. it's it's not anymore. Yeah, I think it's, it's, uh... I don't know what's called. Uh, yeah, I was just about to say it too. It's on the tip of my tongue. Hold on. Tallest. Let me look it up. Tallest freestanding. But yeah, anyways, like, you know, it's just, just so cool uh, that, um, you know, all the things that he gets. And obviously the ROM. Uh, one of the things Jess and I used to get my brother and sister Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. The tallest. I apologize for interrupting. The tallest freestanding. Um, Suspense is, is killing the, me. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Burj Khalifa, Khalifa, Burj Khalifa in uh, in Dubai. In Dubai. Okay, I thought that I couldn't remember what it was called, but I, I did think Dubai. No, the, the reason why I, I I stopped is because I I googled it, and then it it said, you know, in the quick Google summary at the top, the CN Tower. I'm like, what? Uh, that wasn't the answer. Yeah. I mean, it's actually from the CN Tower's website, but if you go to the Wikipedia list of tallest freestanding structures, Burj Khalifa is number one. And okay. it was that was the one that was the tip of my tongue. Right. Um, <laughs> anyway, it was just oh yeah, but you know, uh, so actually, um, Jess and I got uh, my brother and sister in law when our nephew was uh, one or two was a a pass like a I don't know a season's pass or a year pass to the ROM, and we would do it every Christmas because they would take oh, him awesome. you know once a week and just go and see the exhibits and it's uh, something. So I mean, your son is gonna love all of them. We I think you well, you and I talked about the, the aquarium itself is really cool for whoever hasn't done it. Um, my only, like, yeah. I guess thing, I think I personally like the zoo over the aquarium because the zoo is just free range where you can go and see whatever exhibit you want and stay it for whatever duration you want. The coolest part of the aquarium is a conveyor belt in my opinion, but it does force you at a certain pace. So although it's really long, it's like 30 minutes or 35 well, the, minutes or something. The option is the zoo or the, or the science center. 
I, I know. I'm, I'm just, oh, I'm just, okay. I'm just saying, like, uh, you know, in terms of like the animals or whatnot. Um, oh, I see. I see. Yeah, not. Uh, I mean, if I, I mean, maybe I came across like that, but I know you clarified when we were talking before. Yeah. Uh, that you couldn't swap out one for the other, but um, I mean, the aquarium is, is super cool. But yeah, that's my one thing. You know, if I was going to go to one, I thought the zoo is better bang for your buck because you can be there, you know, for like eight hours. And the aquarium, I think, Jess and I went, we were out in two. Which might be nice with a four-year-old. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's uh, yeah. Not he's, in my realm he's, right he's now. Gonna, it, his mind's gonna be blown. I mean, all yeah, all this stuff jam-packed packed in a week. I'm just gonna be walking around with a big smile on my face all week, just like just seeing his face go like, it <laughs> just yeah. it's so blown. Yeah, it's gonna be great, man. I can't wait. I'm very excited about this week off. It's gonna be awesome. I actually uh, ended up talking to my department. I said I'm removing myself from our distribution list. Mm-hmm. So I don't get bombarded with 600 emails when I come back. If Absolutely. anyone needs me, email me directly. So it's like it's like perfect. Like I'm not gonna have a mess of emails when I come back. Yeah, good for um, you. Because that'll be the toughest part, right? Is actually letting go. Because I'll tell people sometimes, hey, I'm I'm on vacation, but I don't tell everybody. And then I'm getting messages, and it's it's in my head, and um, you know, it, it is it's tough to not think about it. And I think that's, you know, so again, is not going to help you fully reset. Like you need to, so um, you know. Hopefully, this vacation for you yeah. is is great and and gets you back to, uh, you know, back into a rhythm when you come back. And you know, like I said, small smaller goals. You know, there's nothing to be ashamed of. You can't do what you were once doing. And even having said that, your number is still what thirty higher than mine. Like you've worked out one more month than me in the year, right? So it's it's nothing to be, um, you know, to be ashamed of or, or anything anyways, right? It's just not what you maybe had set out at the beginning of the year or, you know, the consistency can obviously go down, mm-hmm. um, that kind of thing. So, you know, uh, it's tough to not be harsh on, on yourself, I guess. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good lesson. It, yeah, it's a good lesson. It's a good, uh, for sure. Yeah, that's, thank you for saying that. I appreciate that. Uh, I think, I think it's a good, um, just realization of 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 where you are in your mental state because mm-hmm. I, I definitely was burnt out for sure well and i think it for could sure. lead to you know slight depression and you don't know why and um that yep. kind of thing so it's good for you to <laughs> good for you well, yep. it's good for you to recognize it yeah 100%. right and, 100%. and and obviously now talk about it because it's not the easiest thing mm-hmm. to bring up um mm-hmm. you know i guess like for myself i'd I, I don't know if i really if i noticed that or whatnot but i, I do find that like, right now i have an opportunity to be better in my workout regimen and uh you know definitely with eating is is the biggest one for me and i think i do want to get to that at some point but right now i want to get to like a five a day minimum um uh and actually so it's it's cool that you know you guys are going to go out and explore the city i was kind of hinting you know things are are opening up um Mm -hmm. obviously the the blue jays are back uh so i just wanted to you know give you an update on on what's been going on with me last last wednesday i went to the blue jay game it was so cool being back. How, I was going to say, how was that it was, feeling? It was awesome. You know, like, I must have been a wicked. Little, little nervous. Uh, so I went with my buddy Chris, and, uh, you know, we, we were like, we took the train in because um, both of us drink, and um, obviously it's safer that way. And yeah. we, you know, weren't touching the train at all. And every 15 minutes, we'd both put on hand sanitizer, and then uh, we went and got food. Um, and it was still kind of the same thing, you know, we got lunch down downtown right at the uh, Amsterdam brew house right on the water. Gorgeous mm-hmm. day for it. Like, I'm lucky we sat in the shade because I would have been fried. Um, <laughs> but again, 
couldn't have asked for a better day. It was, you know, we got there at three o'clock. The dome was open. The weather was perfect. Um, in our area, things were actually pretty well spaced out and everybody had a mask on. Um, you know, I talked to my dad about it afterwards and he, he was saying, you know, when you watch it on TV, they always get people with no masks every time they show and like people have them down around their chins or, or not at all on. Yeah. And, um, you know, that really wasn't my experience with our area. Anyways, it was pretty, um, everybody seemed pretty good. There were more like, uh, kind of families. So maybe, you know, them sending good examples for their kids and, and kids don't have the ignorance to just say like, I don't care about other people's health. Like if they're told to put a mask on, they just do it. But right. adults know better. So they're like, I'm not going to do that because I'm an adult. I don't, I, I don't want to go down, down this road, but you know, I, I just, I just don't, don't get it. But, um, you know, I, I thought like it was overall safer than I was expecting, you know, with the, the nerves of kind of, you know, hearing about Delta and all this stuff. And, uh, that, that was the first, like definitely the most people I've been in one building with in two years, like probably yeah, since well. the last Jays game I would have gone to would have been late or maybe early September of 2019. Like it's right. been a long time. I maybe I would have gone. Maybe I went to a hockey game. Um, so that could be a lie. But last Jays game for sure, and you know early or early September. But uh, having said that, um, you know I don't know. Maybe if me saying that kind of made Jess more comfortable. But we are going to go to um, a concert on Sunday. Our Kells are playing at the Budweiser stage, and actually it's my first go. time. Um, ever going to sit on the lawn. I've never bought lawn tickets before. Um, and we mentioned this in our previous episode. When are we going to go back to a concert? We yeah. So, and that's, so this we, end, so you know, funny. I actually, we said no. And, and you know, it's funny if you actually, if you get, uh, I th I'm not sure if they're giving them away, but I think if you get regular seats, they're giving away towels if you come. But I think, um, <laughs> yep. uh, well, who doesn't like a free towel? I guess they partnered with No Frills or something. So they're like, <laughs> um, but uh, it's gonna it's gonna be sweaty. You got to make sure you have a towel. Always and I looked towel. I looked at the weather. It's supposed to be amazing. Um, but yeah, again, you know, I guess you know, Jess is a little uh, less nervous sitting. The idea of sitting in um, or standing on the yeah on the lawn versus kind of trapped in there. And it's funny. My dad actually had the opposite point of view, um, where he, you know he thought that he feels better in there rather than like like cattle herded into the lawn and mm -hmm. honestly we did pick this day because looking at the seats there were so many tickets left available and this is a week before the show so maybe it fills up maybe it doesn't but the other ones were sold out basically so mm -hmm. uh mentally at least um little less intimidating i guess but very very exciting uh you know to see hey, them dude, I'll, in action. I'll tell you, I would be, I would have been right there with you guys if it wasn't for uh, me be going away this weekend. That sounds like a, a blast, and I've never seen, and I've always liked their music. I've never seen the Arkells live before, and I'm sure yes. they're they're amazing. You know, so great, good, great, fantastic Hamilton band. Yeah, um, I love their live performance during the I think it was the Juno Awards. Knocking um, out the door knocking at the door like that that is so uh, i remember watching that live and mm. i got chills man i was like wow that was sick pyrotechnics and all that yeah, powerful song so now they um they i don't think they used to do it but basically once they wrote that song they've almost toured with the brass band backing them up 
So every Sweet. song, you know, kind of comes in and even now they write it with that in mind. It's so it's, it's a lot more powerful. They're, they're so big. I feel they actually continue their momentum really well through COVID, but they were becoming, in my opinion, like one of Canada's, you know, biggest bands at the time. And it, it was a very unfortunate circumstance for everybody, obviously, but for their trajectory of where they could be, you know, in Canada's, um, I don't know, top top artists and yeah, but they yeah. they they just bring the energy the, the lead performer his name's max the guy was born to do it and i i love people that uh and it's going to be cool i think i saw them post on twitter so their first concert is probably actually happening right now uh on the friday um nice. you know he said it's been 600 or something days since our last show like you know how many so days has, how many days has it been since your last show and if i can't imagine I think that's why the first two days, you know, the first day probably sold out in a second because people are just itching to get back and, and see them. But, you know, the energy that he's going to have this weekend is like, this is what he was born to do. So it's going to be so exciting uh, to see them play. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. That reminds me of another Canadian band who just got uh, demolished by COVID and they were just up uprising and coming is uh, there's this like heavy metal band, you know, screaming band called Spirit Box. It's female vocal, oh. uh, female front vocal, and they're I amazing. For, I thought for sure you were gonna say either <laughs> one of our bands or Alexis Sunfire. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I couldn't keep a straight face. In the oh my god, that's perfect. I like that you said that though. That's amazing. Yeah, Alexis Sunfire. Yeah, yeah. yeah they coming. really had a tough time after their fortieth breakup. Um, yeah, you know, COVID yeah. really did enough. So Spirit they Box, I've never heard. They of retired them. eight eight times. Yeah, um, yeah. Spirit Box. It's um. Like a heavy, really, really, really heavy, heavy band. Uh, but I, I like them a lot, and they're from Vancouver, and uh, they they sound awesome. And they just started touring again, and and Limp Biscuit uh, was one of the headlines for a show, and they actually opened for Limp Biscuit. And they're all they're all they posted on social media like we're so excited to find, finally be playing a show, and we're opening for Limp Biscuit, which is which is so that's so, really cool. so funny. Yeah, it's yeah, it's really cool for sure because they're they're like Spearbox is, is like they're our age and mm. early thirties. So you'll have grown up uh, listening to them, right? Exactly, exactly. Um, but like the the two differences in those two bands is just uh, wow. Anyways, they're they're really awesome. Uh, everyone who loves heavy metal music, uh, they're they're really digging their vibe. Great feedback, but they just got hit with COVID, man, and then just they were just coming onto the scene, and they're about to be, do this big tour, and they just they just got kiboshed. So yeah. um, happy so that they're they're back. Yeah, I've been following them a lot. Uh, uh, a lot recently so it's always cool to check out new music um but yeah man i i, I can't wait to go check out a uh a, a concert you know love live music and uh i hope to that we can do it all together as you know with a bunch of our friends because that's what we usually do right i know go check out live yeah. music in toronto i've missed it so yeah all right, man. I think we'll, we'll wrap it up here. Guys, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. This has been episode 30 of the Crushing Through Life podcast. If you enjoy our show and would like to follow us for more, check out our all of our sites at uh, Linktree. Linktree.com forward slash Crushing Through Life. That's Linktree.com slash Crushing Through Life. Our Instagram is also at Crushing Through Life. And uh, I guess stay tuned. Uh, to check out Jim's push out my, my punishment or, or is, it, is it squats is it... <laughs> I don't know I'm say like, push ups I'll, but squats yeah I'll, I'll see what I can do I'll, I'll come we'll up with see. something we'll and I'll, I'll make it worth the worth the, the missed episode <laughs> make it up to you guys alright all right, thanks all right, guys buddy. nice talking take care later Bye.